Hello, thank you for tuning into our Spirit and Truth podcast. My name is Stephanie Jablonski. Today, I would like to talk with you about purposeful prayer. This podcast is full of verses, so feel free to pause when needed and jot some notes down. When we start our spiritual journey with Jesus Christ, the first thing we usually learn about is prayer. Prayer is the personal, intimate communication with the one true God who molded us in our mother's womb. It is the foundation to growing a relationship with God. It is the time that we get to connect one-on-one with our Creator. Simply put, prayer is having a conversation with God. About 20 years ago, while I was just a teenager, I began a scripture notebook. In this notebook, I would write down every verse that stood out to me from the Bible. If anything spoke to me while I was reading or caught my attention, it was important for me to write it down. I loved this simple green spiral-bound notebook. Often I would pull it out and go through it for some encouragement. I didn't have a lot of biblical knowledge at that time, but I knew there was power in God's written word. I still have this notebook today. The outside is smashed and tattered, but inside it's filled with the wonderful Word of God. There is something so special about prayer. I'm not sure our minds can fully comprehend what is happening in the Spirit when we are communicating with our Creator. But I know spending time with God brings peace, comfort, guidance, and encouragement. A couple years ago, I picked up this book called Fervent by Priscilla Shire. The cover said it was a book for serious, specific, strategic prayer. Have you ever spent time in prayer and walked away wondering what you even said? Thinking, wow, I must be tired or distracted or just not very spiritual. I think most of us have felt that way before. There have been times I felt like my prayers were bouncing right back at me. I have had times of stumbling through prayer, hoping to come out victorious, but really not having accomplished anything except checking it off my to-do list. Well, when I saw this book, it really caught my attention. I mean, the cover did use words like specific and strategic. So I bought the book, brought it home, and began to read. And let me tell you, this was not a lighthearted book. As I turned the pages, my soul was stirred. It took me months to complete this book because there was so much action involved. This book wasn't just telling me about prayer, but was challenging me in how I prayed. At the same time, we had just began Bible quizzing with our children, and I was spending hours a week helping my boys memorize verses from the Bible. Without realizing it, I was memorizing right along with them. All throughout the day, random scriptures would pop in my mind, and sometimes I would even wake up during the night thinking of those scriptures. God used these two avenues to reveal something to me. At times I would pray a verse or two, but I didn't know the power behind praying the Word of God. I needed every prayer to be saturated in God's will, not just what I was feeling at the moment. 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15 says, And this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. God's word is God's will. When we are unsure of life, the answers are found in God's word. 
That is why praying God's word is so life-changing. We are not bringing our selfish requests to him, but bringing his will before him. The Bible shows us who we should pray for. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 says, Therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So we need to pray for everyone. In James chapter 5, verse 16, it says to pray for one another. Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 4, encourages us to pray for our spiritual leaders. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, shows us the benefits of praying for ourselves. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, says we need to pray for our political leaders. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, Jesus tells us to pray for our enemies. James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, shows us to pray for the sick. The Bible shows us what we should pray for. We should pray for forgiveness because if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. We should pray for healing because by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. We should pray for emotions because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. We should pray about our responsibilities and do everything we do with all our hearts as working for the Lord. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. We should pray over thoughts because we need to take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. The Bible teaches us when and where we should pray. It shows us that we can pray anywhere and anytime. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus shares a parable that men always ought to pray and never lose heart. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 16 through 18 instructs us to pray without ceasing. Mark chapter 1 verse 35 speaks of Jesus rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, departing and going to a desolate place for prayer. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8 says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. We know why we should pray. We should pray because prayer is communication. We cannot have any relationship without communication. We don't consider ourselves friends with someone who never speaks to us. No, our dearest friends are the ones we communicate with the most. The Bible is filled with many examples of people praying. Jacob, Samson, David, Silas, Paul, and James, just to name a few. But our greatest example comes from Jesus Christ. He taught us how to pray. Let's look at the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to break this down a little bit for you and give you some verses you can use to pray along it. It begins with, 
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. That is taking time to praise and adore God. Like Revelations chapter 4 verse 11 says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. The next line says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We want God's will done here on earth and more personally in our lives. We do not know God's will if we do not know God's word. I want to encourage you to take a notebook and write down specific verses from the Bible that stand out to you. If you have a specific issue that you need peace or clarity about, find every scripture in the Bible about it and write it down. Read these scriptures daily. Write out prayers based on these scriptures and pray them continually until you feel a release. Next, the Lord's Prayer says, Give us this day our daily bread. This is the spiritual food we need to sustain us. Read and meditate on God's promises. As in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Then the prayer says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. This is where we ask for forgiveness and apply Mark chapter 11, verse 25, which says, And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Next, the prayer says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 tells me that God will make a way to escape temptation and not allow me to be tempted beyond what I'm able. This is a great time to read and pray through the armor of God found in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. The prayer then ends with, For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So Jesus ends his prayer with worship. I personally love ending my prayers with Psalms 36, verses 7 through 9. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For with thee is the fountain of life, and thy light shall we see light. As we apply God's word to our prayers, it brings clarity of God's will for our lives. I want to encourage you to walk with me on this path of digging deeper into God's word and praying it over our lives, situations, and loved ones. You will no longer feel as if you are rambling or checking prayer time off your list, but you will be encouraged and purposeful in your prayers. Thank you for joining me on this podcast today. And I pray that you are not anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, you let your requests be made known to God. Thank you.